This episode, uh, what else could it be but Star Wars? Um, I'm going to be talking about it in intimate, spoilerific uh, detail, so don't listen any further if you haven't seen it. Uh, it's going to be with uh, the most special of special guests as well, should be really good, but um, before all of that, let's, uh, let's listen to some 8-bit music, shall we? So yeah, so we're going to be, uh, um, I say we, I haven't really introduced anybody else yet, um, sitting with me on this particular downcast, let's move that microphone just a scorch closer, start again. no, oh, okay. um, is uh, <laughs> my darling wife, Tiffany B, hello, hi, hi, um, and you have graciously, as, as, is it a Christmas present to me? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Good. Um, a to uh, we're talking Star Wars. Uh, we're talking the big one, the big mama jama. Um, so as we record this, it's currently Christmas Eve because um, this is how cool Ooh. people spend their Christmas Eves. Whoop. Yeah. It's um, like seven o'clock. Seven Christmas o'clock. Christmas evening. Pod it up. <laughs> um, yeah. So we're gonna. Uh, yes. Yesterday. Yesterday. Eve. Um, we went to see Star Wars. Um, at which point I've been out for, uh, I guess about a week at that yeah. point. Yeah. Uh, and it was my, it was my third time of seeing it. I went to see it twice in LA, uh, with my good friend Aaron Sosa. Um, and so I've got a little bit more, um, I suppose a little bit more insight into it, both from that standpoint and the standpoint of I'm a geek. And so I've been looking forward to it for a very, very long time. But just as a, as this is your first appearance on, the, I suppose, a new and improved version of Dancast, um, how, like on a scale of one to ten, how much of a geek are you? Um, I think I'm a big geek. I, on, if you want a scale, I'd say probably... <laughs> if you want in a scale, Dan. Uh, like a nine, an eight okay. or a nine. I think I'm a big geek, but I think geek, the term geek is, is broad. Here we go. And I might not be the same type of geek as you. Well, what kind of geek are you? I am more of the um, book kind of geek. I'm more of a classics, poetry, kind of that kind of geekiness. But you are very geeky, yeah, when it comes to that, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. I think you can be geeky about anything. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so I'm not the same kind of geek as you. I think there's but in lots terms of, geeks. Yeah, I guess in terms of Star Wars geekery. Pretty low, like zero. <laughs> <laughs> like a hard zero. Well, I think zero is I've never seen any of them. I've no idea. Yeah. So I'm not actually that. I'm probably a one or a two. One like, or two. I've seen them. Yeah. Um, and I know as much as there is in the films, and that's it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'd say that was accurate. Yeah, because we've... I've, Forced you to watch them before. Yeah. All of them? Uh, yeah, I have seen them all. Yeah. You haven't necessarily forced me. I had. I think I'd seen most of them before okay. you'd, you'd forced me to see them. Um, 
I've so, yeah, seen, I have them, seen on them all. Blu-ray though, in that oh, HT yeah. baby HD. Um, yeah, so that's so. So you, I mean, coming in to watching Star Wars, what kind of expectations did you have? Um, I had pretty high expectations because you were like, <laughs> "This is the best film that's ever been made," <laughs> right. yeah. and a couple of people at work were very positive, mm-hmm. and they were female. So I thought, Hello. oh, maybe maybe this is um, going to surprise me. Mm. Um, so yeah, I think my uh, my expectations were pretty, pretty high. high. Yeah. Would you do you think you would have gone to see it had I not really wanted to go and see it again with you? Mm. I would have. I think it would always be with someone like with yeah. you or with like someone who really enjoys that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I wouldn't go out of my way, but I think it's the kind of film that's good to see at the cinema. Mm. Yeah. So yeah. probably. Nice. Good. Good. And I mean, let's, let's just dive in then. I mean, in terms of your, um, as you've revealed, I'm a big fan of it. Yes. Big, big fan of that film. Sorry. Um, no, no, that's fine. Spoiler fine. alert. Spoiler alert. I love it. Friggin' love it. Um, what were your, what were your kind of feelings, general feelings on the matter? Um, I thought it was very good. I thought it was different to the other films um, okay. enough uh, that I was, you know, interested. Mm-hmm. I thought it had a different kind of slant um, on the world. Mm-hmm. Um, but for me, it had the same problems as all the other Star Wars films had. Interesting. Explain. In that they, there's just this whole, like other world that you almost need like a reference book next to you to be like what are we talking about now (laughs) who was that when did that happen how how are we here why is that important yeah um i think maybe just because you know there's different names for everything Mm -hmm. so it is a little bit alien and you feel yourself having to kind of check like what's that Mm -hmm. Um, it's not just you know lots of films make different worlds but this really makes a different world and makes it different very different which yeah, which is interesting because I think that's that's one of the things that I love most about Star Wars. Yeah. Like in terms of the the films and and you know the the preceding films, um, I've always maintained that I I love the world that it creates more than I love the films themselves. Mm. Um, uh, and especially when it yeah when it comes to the kind of the prequels and and stuff that you know obviously they've, there's a lot of issues with those films. But in terms of yeah, world building. Mm. That's what I, I think. That's what a lot of people what kind of captures yeah, their imagination. Yeah, kind of fantasy, because it's, isn't it? And like escapism, yeah. and, yeah. and you can just really dive into it. And there's so yeah. much because it's it's the crazy because I um, when you delve deep and when you delve deep, you won't uh, go too far without um, stumbling upon Wikipedia. Oh, I already did. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, there we go. What did you look up on Wikipedia? Oh, business. Sure. Um, <laughs> a boyfriend. Um, <laughs> Yeah, and you find out just through flicking through that for a few minutes that the the geekery around Star Wars is such that every single person has a name, yeah. and that every single guy in the background has a backstory to him, and a, you know yeah. the whole thing is absolutely like absurd. Massive, yeah. It's a yeah a real kind of rabbit hole um, once you go down it. Um, so, in which case, why did you enjoy this film? Because that world had already been created. Right? Yeah, so I mean, obviously, yeah, obviously, I'm I'm kind of coming into it with an entirely different set of kind of expectations than you or somebody more normal. In that, I 
know a lot about the the universe. I kind of mm. you know, Invest. it's enjoyable to me to to kind of yeah. see something and think, oh, that's pretty cool, and then go onto the internet and find out more about it. Um, and so I, yeah, I'll be going into it slightly differently, well, very differently to, to a normal person. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. I, I really, I really just enjoyed, I think it was very fast paced for the majority of it. Obviously there were bits where it slowed down, but I think a lot of it was, it was very action heavy because I think uh, something, I mean, it's something I was speaking to John, my good friend, John, um, about it last night or, mm. or today actually I think we were um, messaging about it um, and I was saying to him that I really feel like so much of episode 7 is just done to just scream in everybody's faces this is not the prequel trilogy we are more like the original trilogy than the prequel trilogy mm. like so many aspects of it are entirely very closely analogous to, to something in the original trilogy, it's like greatest hits. Like people like what do people like? People like uh, Luke Skywalker, and he's like a, a kind of a young, um, uh, kind of uh, rags to riches kind of guy. He comes from a, a desert planet. He wears these just kind of like beigey kind of mm, sc- yeah. scruffy clothes, uh, and then he gets embroiled in this big kind of fantasy. Um, he he befriends people um, along the way. He has to go up against a bad guy uh, who's dressed all in black. And he wears a black mask, and you can't really see him uh, very well. And he's a terrifying guy, and he's got a big red sword. Uh, but then he answers to someone even higher than him, who's very mysterious and quite old, and speaks in kind of um, you know very portentous language. They have a bit. The bad guys have a big, like it's a planet that, mm. that's actually a space station. Um, it just felt like a lot of it was was done very deliberately to. Yeah, distance itself from uh, and yeah. kind of remind you of the things that you liked about the original trilogy. Yeah. Um. Uh. Yeah, which is which is a very very good thing because it's it's uh, one of the big things that that annoys me about the original tri- uh, about the prequel trilogy. Um, is that there are so many so many aspects of that where they refer to other stuff that's been going on in the back, like going on off screen. Like Obi Wan and um, Anakin at the beginning of the second one, and and in the third one as well, allude to so many like crazy adventures that oh, remember when we got dropped into that pit of you know whatever, and it was all crazy. And you're like, why why aren't we watching that? Why are we watching this ridiculous, stupid political Senate wrangling? Why aren't we watching the Jedi do cool Jedi stuff and swing their swords into mm. crazy stuff? Um, and this was very much like, right, yeah, we're not going to do any boring things. If stuff happens, it's all going to be action-based yeah. and it's all going to be, the, the you know, these kind of guys going up against this big force. Um, so, yeah, I, I, it, it brought to mind a lot of the original trilogy stuff, which is a, a very, very good thing for me. Um, and the pace of it, the humour. I mean, you know me, yeah, I'm, I'm a big fan, of, big fan of um, humour in... Um, these big films, big films that don't take themselves too seriously. Yeah. Think, yeah. With yeah. films as with people. Yeah. Just don't take yourself big too seriously. And not too seriously. <laughs> yeah. I love a big man. Um, yeah. I, I, yeah. I just thought they, 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 they did it all very, very well. It had enough kind of um, little kind of 
fan service bits. I felt when you say enough, mm-hmm. how much is enough? Because I would almost say too much. Interesting, interesting. Would you say that because you didn't pick up on a lot of them, or or, or you kind of felt like a lot of oh. them were aimed at people slightly geekier than yourself, and they weren't necessarily as accessible? Um, I felt like yeah, there was a lot of kind of references. Yeah. That I was like vaguely um, aware of. Yeah. Um, I was more aware of the fact that they were references than what they were referring to. Okay. Um, I didn't think it was a bad thing necessarily. Mm. And I feel like with that kind of film, it's just inevitable. Mm. Like, it's such, such a big thing. And people are so passionate about it Mm. that it's like, you want to kind of nod to them and say, hey, look at this. Yeah. Remember this. This is really cool, isn't it? Yeah. Um, so I get it why you would do that um, from their perspective but from mine mm. as a kind of amateur viewer <laughs> not I, a pro like me <laughs> <laughs> I just thought I don't know I don't know yeah I just was like okay yeah mm. I felt like I was you know at a concert where I didn't know some of the songs <laughs> and I was yeah. like yeah, I don't know this one. This one's not for me. Yeah. <laughs> I just wait until this bit's over. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, okay. like that. Yeah. See, I, yeah, I, I thought that there were there were, a f- yeah, quite a few moments of that. But I, I was worried a little bit with this that it was going to be too much, that, yeah. that it was going to rest too much on what went before. And I think mm. what, what pleased me most about this is that it was very clearly saying okay yeah so we've got the old people in there we've got a lot of old stuff going on but mm-hmm. there is we, a new story yeah, and new the, these are the people they're not the central characters these are the central characters Ray is the central character yeah. Finn and... but I do think they got a bit overshadowed by the old characters really? yeah like I feel like at first obviously it's very prominently them too mm-hmm. and I think that's why they did it that way right yeah. is to have them like let's introduce them so they standalone characters and you know they don't exist in relation to the previous characters mm. and then it'll be nice you know we'll introduce the old characters mm. later but like when Han Solo comes in I feel like he just kind of takes over I feel like yeah. he's a big character and I feel like the other two didn't really stand up that well against him in terms of like the interactions and stuff I thought um, uh, what's his name Oscar Isaac mm did really well yeah and he had a strong character that I felt could have held his own a bit more against those strong yeah because kind of... he didn't have that much to do at all no really. but I felt like he left an impression yeah like he did like mm. I was I think he could have like I say held his own although that whole storyline was weird yeah oh he's dead oh no he's not yeah or not he's dead he's gone yeah he's probably dead yeah no he's not dead like, that was yeah. his storyline. Yeah, it was. <laughs> yeah, I, th- I I thought that that was that was an odd odd bit when he comes back. Like, because you assume that he's not dead. Yeah, when he's yeah, dead you, because yeah. it's like it's Oscar Isaac. He's yeah, and know, no deal has been made of it. He's yeah. kind of like, oh well, bye then. <laughs> yeah, he didn't make it. So then, but then when he came back in the X wing, when they were it was in the you know whatever planet that was, um, and it's like him. My mind was instantly like. Oh, so he's like a. They've got like their own clone army, and yeah. he's just a kind of you know clone thing or brother or some kind of weird situation. Oh, I didn't know that. And then 
when they were like, oh yeah, you, we've got your back, Poe. And I was like, yeah. so they very specifically said Poe, so that's yeah, him. He's definitely him. the same guy. Yeah. But then, yeah, he just says, he was, you know, thrown, he woke up and the other yeah. guy wasn't there. Which I buy. Yeah. But then the, even just one line yeah. to say, and then I just hitched the first ride I could get off yeah, the... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because his whole thing was he went back to that planet to get BBA. Yeah, yeah. But, but he, he doesn't didn't. leave with BBA. Yeah, and doesn't seem to pursue it. No. It's just kind of like, oh, well. Yeah. As well. Um, yeah. Yeah, and I felt like with... Um, oh, I've forgotten his name. The main guy, the, the stormtrooper guy. Finn. Oh, yeah, Finn. With him, um, I do feel like they kind of could have done more with his character because he's like really interesting premise, right? Mm. To be this, this kind of trooper, to be part of that the other side mm. and stuff. And isn't the whole thing like, you know, when they're on the screen and they're like, oh, he's never defected before, you know, he's never done anything, mm. even remotely, you know, whatever, before. Yeah. Um, and then he just decides, oh, I'm a good guy. Yeah. Like, the backstory there is missing for me a bit. Like, well, what's he... the motivation? Why is he the only one out of those thousands and thousands mm. of stormtroopers who suddenly has a change of heart? Like, yeah. what? And aren't they all kind of like... Um, like born in there and trained in it and so why would he suddenly wake up and be like I don't like this yeah like you know I feel like they could have done a better job of, of explaining that well I think he says it was his it was his first mission yeah um, on the thing so I guess that's a thing of yeah I mean it, there's a valid point to make about why why is it him and why is it nobody else yeah why and what's no... yeah what's his reason like why is he softer than everyone yeah. else like why is he more sympathetic mm. I don't know. Yeah. Like, just, just happens to be nice. Just, like, yeah, I guess just, yeah, born with a, a, a strong kind of moral core. So but has... also, that's that's like a kind of, you know, like, it, you'd ha- it'd have to be very strong. You'd have to have very yeah. strong feelings because you risk death. Yeah. Your own death. Yeah, absolutely. If you, you know, decide to do what he did. Mm. So it's not just a case of, oh, I don't really want to kill this guy. Mm. Like, you could have been there and not killed the guy. Mm. They're all shooting and not hitting anything yeah so you could have just been one of those guys just like shooting in the air and shooting around Mm. or whatever so you know i just think Mm. i get that he's a good good guy but it's like why does he feel so strong yeah so passionately Mm. why is he willing to risk his life to to not do what he's trained to do yeah because it's the the whole bit when when they're talking to mass or mass um about the First Order and she's saying, you know, we need to fight them and he's saying, there's no fighting the First Order, we need to just get the fuck away from them. They're, mm. you know, terrifying. If he's that scared of them, mm. w- would he have the balls to to say, right, there's a rebel, um, a resistance pilot being captured, I'm going to coerce him into flying this thing out. Like, that's yeah. massive insubordination. Yeah, and yeah. And if he was that terrified, would he have done that? So, uh, yeah. Yeah, it's a yeah, it's an interesting point. It's it's the difficult thing with, with with these kind of films at all is that like if you do a, I mean uh, that's kind of doing a good job, I suppose, mm. is giving you a, a character that you want to know more about. Yeah, yeah, that's and, true. Um, yeah, it's you know it's it's the danger of where where it is an action film and it's a you know big spectacle film and it's, it's you know you don't necessarily have the 
everything's got to be done very very quickly like mm. the most economical way I think J.J. Abrams is generally very very good at that in terms of the films that he's done whereby he yeah will kind of give you you know bits and pieces of character stuff in a way that doesn't seem like it's kind of expositional he kind of does it yeah. as you're going but then yeah. the, the bad side of that like you say is that sometimes it's it, it leaves it, it there leaves and you with the yeah. and I think that particular character and that mm. particular storyline mm. for me really needed that for me to care about mm. him and I mean I did care about him but it, for me to really buy into his journey and to yeah. and to sympathise with him and to want to get behind him, yeah. I'm like, what's your story? Like, mm. I want to know it. You're one of them. You're the, one of the two main people in the story, mm. and that's where I think sometimes a lot of time was lent to the old characters. Okay, because you know it's indulgent mm. and it's fun and it's what yeah. the fans want, and mm. why not? You know, mm. so I think maybe for me a little less time could have been spent on indulging mm-hmm. and a little more time on really developing the two main characters that you're introducing interesting yeah yeah you make a good point I can't argue with that it's you know um, don't look so smug <laughs> <laughs> sorry I feel like I've really gone off on one there you have some talking points don't you I have some talking points what yeah, other points just, do you have well I, I mean it's mainly just a list of characters oh okay really and, and talking about who we want to talk about um and the the first one that, that we've kind of started talking about already um and is involved in the the big um spoiler um i mean the big event of the movie from a storyline perspective uh is obviously han solo yeah getting all deaded up by yeah. his son yeah um because it's it the interesting thing of um, Harrison Ford made no secret of the fact that he wasn't a big fan of it, which is always what, that stupid. particular, like dying. No, no, no. He he wanted to die in Return of the Jedi. Oh, he, he didn't want he to lobbied, be in this film. No, he lobbied George Lucas oh. to say, you know, kill Han Solo off. Partly because he, I mean, he says he claims, and to an extent, I, I can get on board with it that it would have kind of rounded out his character arc yeah. um, nicely that he starts off he's all super cynical he doesn't believe in the force he doesn't you know he's yeah. just out for himself and then he said he you know if he had like a great kind of sacrificial death self-sacrificial death in Return of mm. the Jedi that kind of closes his character arc which I understand yeah um, but I, I kind of feel like he did that in this one like the, this kind of brought it to, yeah. to a close as well because he was you know he's by this point as a, you know the line in the trailer of him saying you know the force and the jedi you know they're all real it's a, you know it's mm. him absolutely buying into it um and then yeah quite a, a self-sacrificial death yeah. really um trying to do the right thing which is uh, a, a lovely thing because i mean they it, i thought it was interesting that they just dropped the drop in the the, the fact that kylo ren is their son yeah like yeah about, i thought that i kind of thought that halfway was one of through, those things that i missed you know, like, again oh Oh, okay. I was like, oh right, yeah, fine. I just thought, oh, I've, I've missed that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> didn't know that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, th- I thought this a, a very bold decision. What did you think about it? For him to die. Yeah. Um, I thought, yeah, I, I don't think it was that bold of a decision because it wasn't. It wasn't because I felt like 
he had to to be a really bad guy mm. to, to be like uh oh mm. this is a guy like he is trouble because he was pretty trouble you know <laughs> he was pretty kind of i didn't find him that scary or threatening because he mm. seems a little bit like all over the place and he's a kid like when he takes off the helmet, you're like, okay, that's so you're a, a child. That's such um, a great moment, though. I think it is, it is, but it's it, he had to do something big mm. to be like a a kind of respected bad guy, you know, to yeah. be a feared. Like, why are we scared of him? Why yeah. do we care? And so he has to he has to really kill someone. So this is his integral to the plot. This or is his like, kick the dog yeah, moment. He has night. to, yeah, because him killing a lot of people, you know, people are being killed left, right, and center in the film. Mm. It really doesn't mean anything. Yeah, it's only when you care about the character, mm. you think oh, you're a shit. You know, <laughs> like, and then I, he had to do that, and for it to be his dad, yeah. is even more like mm. a, a justified like. Yeah. So yes, I think it's a big move, a big, a bold choice, mm. but I think it was necessary. Yeah. To kind of build up Kylo Ren. Yeah. And yeah, I guess, yeah, to an extent, like I say, kind of uh, round out yeah. Han Solo's character. Because there's that great moment that I really, really like when he's, when he sees him and then Kylo Ren walks onto one of those famous Star Wars um Safety railless uh, oh, uh, bridges yeah. Yeah. across no, uh, across a bottomless chasm. And there's that moment where he doesn't do anything, and I think that's really really good because it's because oh you know if you're whether he's your son or not if this I mean this is a bad guy mm. and he you're walking out essentially defenseless because you're just a human. I mean he's he's yeah. that's what people I think one of the things that people like about Han Solo is he's he's got that kind of the Batman effect of like mm. he doesn't have superpowers he doesn't he's not force sensitive he's just a guy yeah. who you know shoots and talks his way out of everything um, yeah so if you're walking out onto that bridge it's like something yeah. bad's gonna happen here and there's that moment where he's like he doesn't know you know he, yeah. he almost doesn't do it and so that yeah it's a big thing for him to, to kind of step forward and go no do you know what I wanna you know reconnect with my son and I wanna try and bring him home and Possibly, I want to, you know, honor the wishes of of later, 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 later. That yeah. a lot for me. Mm. It was a bit more like she I kind of owe to. her this, yeah, more than I, you know, I don't know. I guess mm. multiple things going on at once, but mm. yeah, it is an interesting thing. I do think it was necessary mm. because otherwise, there is a, an element of a of a kind of rebellious teenager about him. Yeah, and you kind of because especially because you can see this kind of good and evil mm. fight you know in his mind well, yeah like he specifically says it yeah um so yeah because he's got that it's kind of like you know am i just a naughty teenager yeah am i just a rebellious kind of mm. oh yeah wouldn't it be cool to be on the dark side and then yeah you know like he has to kind of, like kind of commit goth. to it yeah <laughs> he has to kind of commit to it to be a kind of valid yeah feared yeah guy you know, otherwise he's just, and he's kind of. That's really gonna piss my mum and dad off. Right? <laughs> Don't you think there is yeah. kind of an element? The court slip, not mum. It's music. It's good music. Exactly, and his dark hair doesn't yeah. really kind of help that. I don't know, but that's maybe I'm just getting old. <laughs> um, just feel like clipping him around the ear and say, "Shut up." <laughs> but I thought he was, he was, yeah, had that element about him. Hmm. So he had to do something pretty kind of. Whew, yeah. Okay. 
So he's he's chosen his so side. Murdered his <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I, th- I yeah, I really did like the way they did it as well. That that yeah. whole scene. I do think he's. I, I I said to Aaron when we came out the, the first one. It's the first Star Wars film that you can come out of and say, "Oh, the acting was good in that." because <laughs> yeah. yeah. I feel like they really picked. You know, um, I mean, he's he's possibly one of the more well-known ones of the new people. Yeah. Are these famous for girls or something? I don't know. We don't watch that, but apparently it's you know oh, right, quite yeah. famous in that. Um, yeah, I did think it was good. Yeah, yeah, and I thought especially in that one because yeah. that's what I mean. Let's let's talk about Kylo Ren. Let's talk about him. Let's seems like let's we move are. On. I mean, this this is jumping ahead in my list, but this is working organically. This is this <laughs> is what a good talk show host does. Um, I thought he was great. Did I you? really yeah. really thought he was great. Both yeah, I thought acting wise he was really really good. I thought at the beginning it. And it's all those little things. Like I say, it's that kind of just recognition of like, he's all in black, he's wearing a mask. Masks are inherently scary because you mm. can't see what somebody's face looks like and what, the, you know, there's that unknown about it. Um, as with a lot of kind of science fiction-y films and, and, you know, like Darth Vader, his voice, like just the mm. modulation or whatever that he did to his voice, terrifying, mm. yeah. a real kind of power to it. And you notice throughout the film when um, when they're in the, the, not Death Star, the Star Killer you know the big kind of planet thing um when the whenever any kind of stormtroopers are running around it's like yeah and then when he's walking around it's like yeah. they really put the sound effects into it so all of those little things kind of build him up as this mm. you know it's like oof, he's he's a he's a scary guy and he like jacks up poe at the beginning yeah with his force he's like ah, which is great um and then yeah when he takes that mask off and he's like oh my god he's a little boy yeah is just I thought that was a really really good moment like it's yeah. kind of effete kind of yeah yeah not what you expect at all not at all no not at all and then just the fact that all the way through the film he constantly looks like he's on the verge of tears yeah like, I just think that's re- like something really different yeah yeah that's true because although I'm saying like he's kind of you know not I don't know what the word is but yeah not like a valid bad guy because mm. he's not bad through and through mm. I suppose it's good because you're used to these kind of films just having bad guys mm. and good guys and that's it mm. and you know like you're talking not to jump ahead but you're talking about Ray before and mm. you know she is just a good guy she's yeah. just good and she's good and she's good and yeah. that's it it's you mm. know, pretty straightforward and I suppose previous bad guys from my memory and just in these kinds of films mm. they tend to be just really bad like yeah. 100% bad um, so I suppose it is good to see a bad character who has levels, who's a mm. bit more dynamic, who mm. has something going on, some kind of struggle, mm. and yeah, potentially something a little bit more kind of um, unhinged about a character yeah. like that, because you you don't really know what they're doing mm. or how they're going to act, and mm. that is a good thing. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Just because I I kind of feel like he's the kind of character that they tried to turn Darth Vader into by the end of it. Like, yeah. the beginning, one of the reasons that people love Darth Vader is that he's just bad. Yeah. Like, he's, you don't really know that much about him. He's all in black, huge, imposing, terrifying. Yeah. But then by the end, yes. they try and yeah. bring those kind of other levels in. Um, but yeah, he's he's got them straight from the off. And like you say, it's, it's, it's in a way that moves him away from... Um, I mean, obviously, I'm a huge, you know... Marvel fan but something that they the Marvel films getting criticised for now is that 
aside from Loki, really, mm. there's no good bad guys. They're very good at doing the good guys, but not yeah. particularly. There's no real memorable bad guys because a yeah. lot of them are just bad. Yeah, guys. and there's, so there's nothing to them. Exactly. So you're not interested. You're interested in the hero story, and it's really entertaining watching the hero story. But there's no interest in in who the bad guys are. Yeah. Um, whereas here, here you've got a, a villain who's in, instantly like. What's going What's on? Going with you? Like, and yeah. You just, yeah, like you say, that kind of torment inside yeah. that he, you know, says himself um, of obviously looking up to Darth Vader so much, as Ray said, being afraid that he's never going to be as powerful as he is. Yeah, feeling that drawback to the light side, and it mm. just really like he's constantly on a knife edge. Yeah, and like you say, that that kind of leads to, to a very dangerous kind of character, not just like I'm evil and I want to destroy the yeah. galaxy. Um, yeah, because it's like, well, why does he want to do it? He wants to live up to to what his grandfather did. He wants to kind of, I guess, rebel against his parents and in in some way, yeah. shape or form. You, obviously, you don't find out what made yeah. him rebel um, when he was under Luke's yeah. tutelage. And that's a funny little thing, I think, mm. that the Luke thing, and like they refer to it as, oh, well, you know, he had a what was it like? Is it a Jedi? He had him under his school. Yeah, so he was so, training up another generation of right, Jedi. Yeah, and then this and then one Kylo decided goes, to yeah, turn to the dark side. The dark side. Um, and it's like, and then Luke just fucks off. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? And yeah. you're kind of like, what? Oh, he couldn't. He felt so guilty, so he just fucked off. And, yeah, and left a mysterious map as to where he was. Yeah, but like. Come on, Luke. Yeah. Like, deal with your shit. Like, <laughs> I don't know. I just think that's a bit weird. Like, yeah. to be such a kind of you know pure of heart type yeah. of character, and just to be like, oh, he just felt so bad. He couldn't deal with it, so he just went away. Yeah. Oh well, we'll just clear up your mess then, Luke, shall we? Like, God. Who's left clearing that up? Muggins <laughs> over here. Bloody hell. I just think it's a funny thing for yeah. such a such a kind of um, a hero character yeah. to do to just be like without much kind of you know backstory to it or anything mm. I, not that this is obviously not Luke's story mm. but I just thought it was a funny little thing to have in you know mm. mixed in with yeah. it all it's just old Luke and then they're like looking for him and you think well why because he's not interested is he yeah he's done around he's himself yeah. yeah and he's you know how helpful can he be because if things start going wrong he'll just go and disappear <laughs> in a different planet I just feel like, guilty guys <laughs> cheers I'm out sorry just gonna go done um, yeah, I mean that, that's yeah one of the the big one of the big criticisms of it for me, and I, it's it's something that you kind of know going in because it's uh, you know the way that it is and what happens these days with you know, with big films like this and the fact that you know straight off the bat seven eight and nine that's all going to happen yeah yeah that you're not going to get a full story in this no. there are going to be lots of things that they're just setting up for future ones that's, yeah which is fair enough but then it is it is always frustrating. To... Well, just when it's out of character, yeah. or it seems to jar a little mm. bit, because you, you imagine think, what's that going on then. We're gonna get some flashback to what happened, what happened there, yeah. why it happened, etc. Yeah. So but then that will kind that... of address why yeah. he's bad, why he turned to the dark side, mm. and what Luke feels he had mm. to do with it. Um, yeah, I understand that. But it just is quite funny, you know, when you think about it. Yeah. As with a lot of films. When you really think about things, you're like, why would that happen? Yeah. What's, what, hey, what? Yeah. Like the whole thing when um, once uh, Han and Chewie, once they, they kind of come onto the scene and there's those two gangs 
Yeah. And that Scottish guy is like, oh, yeah. oh there's a, a BB unit, the First Order, looking for one just like it. So you're like, right, they know what this droid looks like. Let's take the map out of that droid, put it in a different droid, yeah. shall we? That yeah. they don't, like, why, why does it have to be? Yeah. I mean, obviously it has to be because it's the cutest thing in the history of the world. Yeah. But, like... Yeah, he's the, the one that's involved with this film. So. Yeah, exactly. We've made a load of toys, guys. Yeah, we can't put them in any yeah. other droids. Um, yeah, there are like basic... But there are always that. Yeah. Those kind of plot holes are always... Yeah. You know, in these kind of films, you have to kind of forgive it because otherwise it's like... Mm. It'll be boring. Yeah, you're just going to pick through everything. It's like horror films. If you yeah. actually did what you would should actually do, then yeah. there wouldn't be a horror film. Exactly. It would just be like, you're at the police station and you're safe. So. <laughs> well done. Thanks very much. Okay. <laughs> End of film. Um, yeah, so Kylo Ren, big, big fan. Big, big fan. I mean, let's... So Leia, mm. obviously his mother... Mm. Not really used that much in this film. No, she just kind of like as a political kind mm. of leader, kind figure. of Yoda-ish. Yeah, um, I thought in this film, which was interesting because then they also did when Han died, they had the shot of her like, like she feels it in the Force, yeah. which they did with Yoda when Order sixty six happens and all the Jedi start getting killed and he's like, I can oh. feel it. Um, so I thought that was oh, yeah, yeah, that she's she is the Yoda, she's just kind of dispensing kind of... wisdom a little bit and yeah, but not really getting involved. No, yeah, she's yeah, yeah, pretty. I mean, I think that's fine. Mm. I don't think she needed to. I think no. there's enough characters to deal with. Yeah, yeah. Um, and she'll probably come in more when her bro gets involved. Yeah, and Luke crops up and it's like, oh, hey, bro, hey, yeah. sis. Yeah. I hope that's a line of dialogue. Mm, I'm sure it will be. Yeah. That's the that's the natural way that people refer to their siblings, um, and then in terms of old old characters that come back, the rest of them are pretty much all just kind of fan servicey little nods and winks. Yeah, and like yeah. Chewbacca again, massively yeah. underutilized because he he can't understand what he's saying, so it's difficult yeah. to make a good scene around him. Didn't see for me enough emotion at Han being dead. No, like when it first happens, obviously he shoots Kylo Ren. But I wanted to, because I've wanted to see for the entire time Chewie just going nuts. Because they always threaten that he's like, he's yeah. this terrifying thing and very powerful. Um, but it doesn't really happen. But it, yeah, you never really see it. He's yeah. always just so you portrayed think as that like a would big push him over. teddy bear. Yeah. yeah. Like, I wanted, because Han threatens in, um, in the first one when um, uh, Wookiees get angry, they can rip yeah. people's arms out yeah so let the Wookiee win and it's like his best friend for 30 40 years has just, just been killed in front of him yeah like let's just go nuts on the stormtroopers let's throw some down that hole let's you know yeah, let's yeah, throw yeah. the gun down and just go crazy I would have liked to see that um but yeah he was, I mean, he's, he was funny he had some funny yeah bits. he did have some he was quite humorous I yeah. felt like wasn't he a war hero yeah I have a little shrug there I thought yeah. that was good um and that he is remaining as the, the co-pilot. He's now Ray's co-pilot. Yeah. Which I thought was quite cute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially at the beginning when Han makes the reference, Chewie kind of likes you. Yeah. Like, oh, that's nice, that's nice. Um, C-3PO, not used hardly anything. No. Which is good because he was used far too much in the prequel trilogy. Yeah. And it's just, it's just this kind of effete English man walking around making bad puns. Yeah. So we don't need that. Yeah. We don't need that. Yeah. And he had a good joke. You probably don't recognise me because of the red arm. That's a nice little oh, joke. That's yeah. good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Um, and then just, yeah, just stick to the site, that's fine. Yeah. Um, and then R2 not being used much no, at all, no. being shut down conveniently for, for most of it, and then just kind of fires up at some point yeah. um, for reasons that I'll speculate on a little bit later. Um, and then, yeah, the, just kind of the almost visual cameos of Admiral Akbar, who's the big um, fish thing. Oh, they've got shields. Where do we come He's from the, the old ones. Uh, and Nienum, Nienum, I don't know what his name is. I don't know how you pronounce it. I've only ever seen it written down. But the guy, you probably don't remember him. He's got like kind of just very jowly, and he was Lando's co-pilot in Return of the Jedi. When he's like, oh, do I get um, But he was in it as well. Oh. He just kind of showed up. Yes. So made a as big. I remember. Made a big difference. And speaking of, um, see, I've linked this very, very nicely. Speaking oh. of people in it, not very long. Let's talk about some cameos. Um, Judah Friedlander mm. from Thirty Rock that I noticed straight away in oh, my first view. Did you? I oh, I thought it was something you'd like known from. No, 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 absolutely not. Is I he a big so. fan? Do you think? I'd imagine. Why? Yeah, yeah. And I, I think that's what because JJ Abrams at the beginning um, when they first wanted him to to do it because he's amazing at taking something that exists already and making it good. A la Mission Impossible, a la Star Trek. Um, and he didn't want to do it because, and on the IMDb trivia at least, it has the great, uh, a great line that he didn't. Uh, he was wary about being involved with such a culturally significant event. Wow. It's like, it kind of is, isn't it? Like yeah. it's such a big phenomenon. Yeah, it that is, it's yeah. a really all-consuming. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. And so yeah, I can imagine he would be getting calls from so many people saying, "Hey, we worked together once. Yeah, can I be in it? Yeah, just yeah, for yeah. like, and like, Judah Friedman is in it for." Like a, a third of a second, yeah. just turning around, but he's in it, and he can say, "Hey, yeah. I'm in Star Wars," and I guarantee that before too long, you'll be able to go onto Wikipedia and find out what his character's name is, what yeah, species he was, yeah, what yeah. his home planet is, and stuff. Um, another tiny one: um, the little kid from Love Actually. No, really. He's like, "Oh, I fell in love. Uh, better than the total agony of being in love." Yeah. He is, uh, and I, I apparently he's quite successful now he's in Game of Thrones I think oh, okay. um, and he was just one of the Imperial officers he has one line and he oh, turns around right. and says oh they're blah blah blah, blah, blah. and you're like that. oh that fucking kid from Love Actually and I look it up when I get home and I find out yes it is wow um, so he's done well for himself um, Simon Pegg I didn't see him who was Simon Pegg in it I don't know no he was the big fat guy at the beginning he's like I will give you one oh, quarter really? portion yeah, that's on Really gross. And every time, so I've seen it three times now. The first time I didn't know that it was him, but then I found out after the first time. Second time and third time, I, it doesn't sound at all like him. No. Doesn't sound at but all. But then like they're him. going out these, their way to make him sound different, right? Yeah, but like his, I don't know. There's no kind of. There's no. Not even when you're listening for it, you say, "Oh yeah, that kind of sounds yeah. like Simon Pegg doing a voice." So well done him if it's yeah. all him. Um, but yeah, he was uh, he was in it because he's obviously a big fan of Star Wars and J.J. Abrams. Oh, right, okay. Because he was in Mission Impossible 3, uh, which I think was his first one. Yeah, so um, they're obviously he's in. old muckers. Yeah, he's like, I'm, I'm going to be in this. Give me a role. Yeah, give me a role. J.J., <laughs> hook a brother up. And then uh, the big one that you, uh, I doubt you would have uh, recognised either, Mr. Daniel Craig. 
Really? James Bond. Oh, no, film. I did not recognise uh, James Bond was the stormtrooper who she Jedi mind tricked to get out of the restraints. Oh, well, of course I wouldn't recognise him. But isn't that cool? Yeah. Because that's so James did. Bond. Why did he... Why would they pay him to do that? Maybe they he didn't must pay have him asked. Asked. He must have asked, yeah. Like, I want to be in it. Yeah. Because otherwise, like, he's not recognisable. There'd be no. no point in paying him. No. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, maybe he must be a fan. He must be a fan. I mean, it's, yeah, everyone's, everyone's a fan. But that's a weird role, right? Because mm. it's like, I was in, in Star Wars, but yeah. it's kind of like, well, were you? Because <laughs> that could have been anyone. Like, I could say, oh yeah, I was in Star Wars. Yeah. Like, I'm that one at the back there. There from the left. Yeah. I'm the yeah. one that gets shot at the beginning. That's me. Yeah. Do you know um, what I mean? Like, it's a weird... Yeah. I mean, I suppose you know yourself, yeah. so you can feel like, oh yeah, I, I definitely was, was in it. Yeah. I, yeah, I was a part of it. But yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. It's weird, just yeah, the people kind of just cropping up. Yeah. Um, and then the um, uh, little kind of weird flashback thing when she grabs the lightsaber. Mm. Um, uh, you and McGregor recorded a couple of lines for that, obviously as Obi Wan. Yes. Um, so that's uh, yeah, just another little, just just fun fact, just very interesting for you. Dan's fun tell. fact. Um, what did you think? And this is an interesting one. What did you think of General Hux? The uh, the ginger. Oh, Chat. yeah, yeah. Um, I thought he was pretty... Uh, meh. Interesting. Like, I don't know. I feel like I've seen that kind of character a lot. Mm. It's kind of like... Um, in it for his... Um, the, what he brings out in other people. Like, mm. what's his name? Kylo Ren. Yeah. Mm. rather than it having any kind of real characteristic mm. himself um, but I mean fine like mm. nothing really like the thing you know, is like a nuclear thing isn't it the, the thing he's going to press or do or whatever you know what he's you talking to and he's like oh well, shall I do it tell me you know we've set it all up this weapon oh, yeah. like should we go ahead and then the yeah. guy what's his name Snoke Snoke says yeah like do it whatever mm. go for it and um, then he brings like the whole world yeah. down to see him press the button yeah and then I don't know like I guess that's him being like he's really yeah. bad like he oh my god yeah he that's is so cool. bad like um, yeah and you don't like him no. he's kind of a snivelly character yeah. isn't he um, so he does a good mm. job of being someone that you don't like um, although, although more confident than yeah because when you first see him and it was interesting again reading the trivia that J.J. Abrams wanted to cast somebody who looked too young for the position that he was in like he's uh, risen up very very quickly right yeah he's in charge of all of this stuff and he looks like he's you know barely yeah, shaving yeah yeah um, and nobody likes him and nobody likes him because you're like how did you get yeah, there yeah who's, yeah, who's, who's letting you hump into yeah yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I I thought it was it was interesting that that he was. Yeah, like he, when you first meet him, you're like he's a kind of you know you've seen this kind of cowardly mm. you know right hand man. Oh, I think he should do this kind yeah. of thing. But then he's like standing up to Kylo Ren a little bit and you know yeah, giving, yeah. giving it some back. Yeah. But then he has one of my favorite moments when at, at that moment when they're both talking to Snoke. And he's like, ah, oh, the, the weapon is ready. Um, shall I find overseas preparations? And then he just turns to Kylo Ren. And it's like they kind of 
cut out a little bit of audio of him going <laughs> before he walks off like yeah. fuck you yeah. Teddy and that, yeah that's what I mean it's almost like it's his please. relationship with him yeah. this kind of tussly kind of yeah. thing that is uh, his most important yeah. job I think um, but yeah I mean like good and he goes good nuts he on the yeah like you say that big speech that he gives before the weapon gets fired yeah it's like Mental, yeah. And I was like, okay, so this is a guy who really, yeah, really he's believes, a really it. Bad yeah. Guy. Like, the last day of the rebellion. Yeah, very, yeah. very cool. Yeah. yeah, I liked him. Yeah, I, I, like, I like the good. actor. I like the actor. I think he's he's good in yeah. the things that he did. Yeah, yeah. Um, last we saw him in uh, Ex Machina. Oh yeah. Along with old uh, Oscar Isaac, his old pal. They're old muckers now. Yeah. Them two and a couple of robots. Oh yeah, yeah. Um. Captain Phasma. Oh, so she was that? the silver woman. Oh yeah, she wasn't in it a lot. She's though. yeah. The, some uh, I've seen some people speculating online that she's kind of like the uh, deliberately the Boba Fett um, of this film, i.e., a character that looks really really cool. Yeah, but then doesn't really, really do, do anything. Yeah, <laughs> it's just she a doesn't visual. really. But then she... apparently the, the the actress is again she's in Game of Thrones. She's very kind of oh. successful. I mean. Yeah, like I kind of thought she was going to come back. Actually, yeah. you saying about her reminds me of her, and I'm yeah. like, oh yeah, um, yeah. I kind of thought she would come back in it later and have some more importance than she did. But then she might do. Still, she might do. Um, yeah, because she hasn't been killed at all. She's just. Oh no, of... I'm sure she will. I mean, in within yeah. the film, I thought. Yeah. You know, she's going to. Yeah, because you don't bother mm. dressing up a character like that, making yeah. it a really cool kind of character, giving mm. them a name, introducing them, yeah. and then say, okay, that's it, you're done. You're done. Yeah. Two scenes, off you go. Yeah. Um, so I just expected to see her again. Mm. Um, but then when you do see her again, she just gets punked out. Yeah. And then they just threaten her, and she's like, okay, yeah, I'll disable okay, the shoes. Yeah. I think it's like, no. What's going on here? That looked a bit too easy. I don't yeah. know what's going on there. Yeah, and also potentially she has a story with Finn because she was the one saying, "Oh, he's never mm. done anything before." Yeah, and maybe you know, maybe there's something there. Mm. I don't know. Maybe she's not as kind of a hundred percent terrible and bad. Yeah, as she likes to make out. Um, and then we mentioned it before, Supreme Leader Snoke. Oh yes, yeah. He's just a like very kind of stereotypical yeah. very you know I don't know what like I hesitate to say paint by numbers but he's very yeah. kind of like bad guy 101 mm. like which is interesting it was almost a little bit disappointing that he is so emperor-ish yeah that he he's you know just a you know just controlling everybody and saying, oh, you do this and I'm the real yeah. bad guy. Yeah. And blah, 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 blah. yeah, it's kind of a shame with that because it undermines like, the other guy. We just killed the other guy, like, yeah. literally in the last film. Yeah. And then as soon as we come to the next film, there's another guy who's just doing exactly the same thing, taking yeah. the same whatever. Yeah. Um, which I thought was a bit weird. And it's interesting as well because he was played by Andy Serkis, who is like Mr. You know, performance capture... Gollum, the Caesar from Planet of the Apes, oh, right. like King oh. Kong. Yeah. Like, you bring Andy Serkis in when your performance capture character needs a lot of stuff about him. Yeah. But he's just sitting in a chair, 
Yeah, yeah. Being, I mean, so you, there's not again, a lot. Again, you feel like there's levels to him. Again, it's like there's going to be more stuff. Yeah, again, like you say, it's probably setting up a lot of mm. stuff. Like he's, it wasn't his story. Yeah. But he mm. is there, and it will come up at some point. And then again, yeah, he has he has the bit at the end where it's like, oh, bring Kylo Ren to me. Yeah, it's time to complete his training. Yeah. Like, why are you complete his training before? Yeah. What, what were why you doing? Why send him off when he's not yeah. ready? Why are you so, why are you so busy doing? <laughs> yeah. smoke? sitting in your chair. It's my bridge club on Wednesdays. <laughs> Kylo will come yeah. back later. Um, and from the very worst to oh. in some ways the very best or well the, the maybe the scariest to the least scary oh bb8 oh yeah just it never fails to astonish me how much emotion yeah clever people can yeah. get from just nothing from just yeah. some sounds and two inanimate bits yeah. of um yeah yeah, and it's the movement, the head yeah. kind of movement, and the, like little sounds. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's very clever. Mm. It's very clever, and it's super cute. Super cute, and very kind of. It's almost like a dog. It has mm. a dog kind of um, mm. thing. Uh, all the yeah, all the kind of droids that don't talk anyway yeah. do have that kind of um, yeah. They don't talk to you, but they communicate with you, mm. and they're very yeah, very earnest and very um, loyal and. Mm. Yeah. And it's clever because you feel very kind of protective of them very quickly. Yeah, yeah. Like when he says, oh, um, uh, yeah, like, oh, I, I tried to save Poe, but he, you know, he didn't make it. I'm yeah. sorry. And he just kind of yeah. wheels off. And you're like, oh, BB-8. Oh, yeah, yeah. Hey, buddy. Bless Don't him. Don't cry. Yeah, and he's had a rough ride. He's had a very rough he's ride. been captured. Yeah. And then if it wasn't for Ray, what would have happened? I mean, let's talk about it. Let's talk, about Let's talk about her. She's the elephant in the room now. Yeah. What's uh, what are your thoughts on on old Ray? I liked her. Mm. I liked that they kind of poked fun at the kind of yeah the the girl character and him mm. holding her hand and stuff. Yeah. That was quite funny. And um, I liked that she was obviously pretty, you know, pretty, very uh, self sufficient. Yeah. You know, completely self sufficient, mm. completely alone. She's on her own. Um, she survived for this many days yeah yeah exactly so she was just very kind of independent um and obviously good you mm. know the very beginning with bb8 her rescuing mm -hmm. him and it um you know and and refusing to sell, sell him and yeah um and like striving you know but being honest like mm. you know so she they set her up as a very good character mm. very early on um, and she's, um, yeah, she's interesting because she is a woman in a film who is very, you know, doesn't have a love story mm. and, um, is, is the hero effectively, like is, so, is yeah. the kind of the special one, the yeah. one that you're, that saves the day and, mm -hmm. that, you know. Um, yeah, so it's, it is interesting, um, and she is a good character. I thought she was a good actress, and mm -hmm. um, I liked that they kind of didn't sex her up a lot. You know, yeah. she was very kind of, you know, uh, the way she was dressed and mm -hmm. the way she had her hair, and you know, throughout the film there wasn't a moment of oh, and then she puts on an evening gown and everyone <laughs> realizes oh, she's so sexy. She takes her glasses off yeah. and I was like, wait a minute. Yeah. So it was nice to have that. You yeah, because she was just a very kind of normal character, and, mm. and there was no sex kind of 
brought into her character. No. Um, so that was very good, and I'm very pleased about that. But mm. I think you brought up a good point previously when we were talking about her, mm. um, of not having really any obvious flaws. Yeah. Um, I think that's that's a good point because all heroes and all characters really mm. need to have a flaw. Yeah. And it, you know, doesn't need to be a fatal flaw, but it needs to be a flaw. Mm. Um, and she didn't really have one. Like Finn was kind of littered with flaws, yeah. really. They kind of gave him, yeah. you know, bits and bobs along the way. And he seems a bit of a coward. And yeah. he's a bit scatterbrained. Like he's all over the place yeah. at times. And he's a train wreck, really. Yeah. He's just, yeah. Yeah. And Whereas, she, and she's very kind of right. This is what we should do. Mm. And this is where we're going. And this is how we'll get there. Incredibly and, resourceful. Yeah. Incredibly level-headed. Yeah. Um, yeah, uh, yeah. So you don't really see her as a as a freezy character, yeah. Really, but I feel like <laughs> I feel like I kind of have to just like her just for what she represents, which is like a foot in the door for p- potential future female characters yeah. that aren't, um, you know, there to to be uh, a girlfriend adored in some way. Mm. Or hated, like, yeah. You know, in that kind of way. She's a bitch. She's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, but yeah, if you think of her, if you take the gender out of it mm-hmm. and you look at the hero character, she's not that interesting. Yeah. I think, but maybe her gender is the interesting thing about her. Yeah. Yeah. Um, maybe the flaw, you know, could be seen to be because she's a woman. She can, you know, she's not very soft. She doesn't really have mm-hmm. any kind of. But then she does. She, she does have, yeah. She's like, she does, yeah. Yeah, hugs Finn, and yeah, yeah, I kind of felt like, and there are opportunities. There are there are flaws that they could give her that wouldn't like ruin her too much. Yeah, like um, like Luke in the first one, his flaw is possibly that he's a little bit too gung ho. Yeah, and he doesn't really think about things enough before he he yeah. goes into them, which is why he then goes to um, save his friends in Cloud City before finishing his training with Yoda. Blah blah blah. Um, or maybe a bit too naive, a bit too idealistic. Um, but yeah, there was n- nothing that really kind of got her into any kind of trouble. The only mistake that she makes is in the uh, hands kind of, I don't know, junkship or whatever it was, where he's got the wrath tars and oh, she, she unleashes the them. And, yeah. She opens the wrong doors. But then she, saves, she saves the day very quickly afterwards by being yeah. incredibly resourceful and decoding the, you know, yeah. the thing. Um, yeah, she yeah she's a, and to to an extent you you can explain her being good at everything away you can kind of hand wave it away by saying well, it's the force it's the force the force yeah, is kind yeah, of yeah. and she you know that's alluded to a little bit when she's flying the Millennium Falcon and then they have that bit where they're kind of circling each other and I don't know what happened that you were really good like yeah. she's like I've I've piloted some stuff before but I've never gone off planet so she's kind of surprised at her own abilities yeah. which implies that it's something else kind of yeah. helping her out a little bit but yeah, yeah you, you kind of want something to yeah just something. yeah because also if you think about it so she's been like orphaned mm-hmm. or whatever well not orphaned she's waiting for her family not yeah not definitely orphaned she's, she's waiting abandoned. for her family to come back mm-hmm. for whatever reason um and so she's been on her own you know saying like lots of days mm-hmm. she's counting them or whatever um, you'd think that you'd be pretty kind of, you know, like when someone lives alone, even just even just lives alone, mm. let alone kind of lives the way she's 
living, mm. you are maybe a bit prickly, a bit irrita- irritable, yeah. you know, that kind of thing. So she could have been a bit more like that maybe with people, like yeah. not great at interaction, a little bit more. Doesn't let people in very quickly. Yeah, yeah because there's if you guard, were her, there's a bit of a like, drawbridge yeah, yeah, massively, like... She's had to survive on her own and, mm. you know, people around her don't seem to be very nice, like mm. that guy, like uh, Simon Pegg's character, yeah. and all of that kind of stuff. So, you, yeah, you'd think she'd be, like, suspicious mm. and defensive, uh, and she's not really. She's quite open. She and lets BB-8 in very quickly. Yeah, I mean, without much of a, yeah. you know, she lets, uh, and then, Yeah, like, at the... Um, so she meets BB-8, then the following day she takes BB-8 to the market... Mm. And then BB-8 says, that guy stole my master's yeah, jacket. She's like, she immediately, right. she's like, right, fuck you. Smacks yeah, him up with yeah, the thing. Yeah. So, yeah, she's incredibly yeah, quick like to... like a strong moral yeah, compass and, yeah. you know, sense of right and wrong, which is understandable, but, um, you know, you'd think she'd mm. be like, well, it's, I'll protect myself. Like, yeah. why do I care about that? Yeah, yeah, it is interesting. It is interesting, and, and yeah, that, that she d- doesn't have any... It's a bit of a shame. Yeah. Just a little bit would have just just yeah. Rounded I feel like they could bit. have like shared the flaws more evenly between yeah. her and Th- Finn yeah. because he kind of is this like almost like a clown character. Yeah. He's kind of all over the place mm. and he's a bit cowardly and mm. I don't know. Like you can't. I don't know. I feel like he's got a really interesting backstory. I was mm. disappointed with his character really. Mm. Um, but yeah, I think they should have given her I think you know I think they shouldn't be afraid to make a, a yeah. woman who is flawed mm. but is not flawed in a kind of gender specific mm. way because um, that's the whole thing isn't it it's yeah. not a, like the whole thing of like strong female characters yeah like that character doesn't have to be strong no like they just have to be interesting yeah just yeah because be most innocent. heroes will have a weakness yeah. and a you know a sensitivity mm. of some kind yeah. and so there's no reason why she shouldn't also have no. that. Yeah. But then, of course, the big question is, and we mentioned her family, who is her family? Yeah, I suppose. Who do you think? You've got a well, theory. I've got a couple of theories. Go on. So the most obvious one... Is Luke. Is Luke. She's yeah. Luke's daughter. And Luke was the person who left her. Maybe yeah, he was afraid true. of Kylo Ren or whatever. I don't know how the timeline would match up, what their ages are. It, it, you know, um, and I kind of felt that towards the end of seeing it for the first time, and then when I see it for the second time, that whole speech that Maz gives her, yeah, um, when she's like, "Whoever you're waiting for, they're not coming," um, but there is somebody who still could. Um, that uh, lightsaber belonged to Luke. It belonged to his father. Now it calls to you. Yeah. Um, uh, the belonging that you seek isn't in the past, but it's in the future. You need to go to Luke. And I remember watching that going, man, how did I not pick up on this? Yeah, felt yeah, this is yeah. like really... Like laying it on. Very, very thick. Um, which is, yeah, interesting. I mean, that's that's the... And then obviously at the end, you think like, is there any recognition? Does he recognise her? Obviously he would have left her. Yeah. She was very, yeah. very young. Um, and so that's, yeah, obviously going to be kind of cleared up in the, in the next one you would mm. hope that yeah it does seem like a relatively obvious mm. um, point but then oh. I read um, uh, another theory online the other day that excited me greatly mm. saying that she is not the daughter of Luke Skywalker but in fact the daughter, she is not a Skywalker at all 
She is, in fact, a Kenobi. Oh, right. So the the idea being, obviously, because Obi-Wan is a Jedi, so he's not going to you know, procreate because that's not the Jedi way, it's not the Jedi order, but the Jedi's all kind of died uh, and all kind of, yeah, kind of perished after, um, uh, well, after episode three, essentially. That was the end of the kind of the Jedi order and there were just a couple of straggly kind of people um, left. So it's entirely possible that he would have fathered um, after, that. Uh, after that, who knows. Um, uh, and there's lots of, and the, the lightsaber, as much as it was Luke's and as much as it was Darth Vader's, um, in between episodes three and four, um, Obi-Wan Kenobi had it. So obviously it's going to have a strong connection to him. Yeah. Um, in that same vision, uh, Luke doesn't speak to Rey, but Obi-Wan does. Now why would Obi-Wan speak to her if she's yeah. Luke's daughter? I don't know. I mean, thinking about it now, the timeline doesn't really match up because obviously Obi-Wan dies in the fourth film and there's like many, many years in between that. So yeah, maybe that doesn't work out. But it's still interesting, I thought. Yeah. And yeah. hopefully it's something different because, it, yeah, it is very, it does seem, seem very yeah. strongly hinted at that she's... Yeah, and then you think, well, why would Leia send her to Luke? Ray yeah. to Luke. Mm. Like, why wouldn't she go herself or yeah. have a, you know, someone that knew Luke or yeah. someone that's very high up mm. in her world or whatever? You know, like, she's just this new, mm. random scavenger girl mm. who's done a great job. Mm. You know, like, you're kind of like, why would she be there? But then as soon as, um, yeah, because as soon as she gets off the ship, which is the first time that she's met Leia, they w embrace yeah. very, very warmly. Now, yeah. is that Leia, through the Force, recognising that she's kin of some yeah. kind? Um, yeah. Yeah. It's interesting. Yeah. And there's lot, there's lots of references, like when, um, uh, which is one of my favourite bits in the film, the funny bit where the guy has to explain to Kylo Ren that they didn't catch the droid. Oh, yeah. He's like, um, got, got some bad Oh, news. yeah. Uh, which leads to the line from Kylo Ren, the droid uh, commandeered a ship. He's like, uh, no, you had some help. <laughs> um, and he says, oh, we had help from a girl. And then he kind of grabs him by the throat. He's like, what girl? So it's like, is it a specific? Does he know about her already? Is there some kind of connection between them there? When they when they're doing the interrogation bit with her, when he isn't able to get anything out of her, but she's able to get something out of him. Uh, partway through, he says, um, "Don't be afraid. I feel it too." What's yeah. that a reference to? Um, and then uh, in Maz's thing, Maz Mars. <clears throat> um, as soon as. Ray goes off to speak to Finn when it's Han and Maz, Mars, Mars, Han, Han, Maz, Mars, Finn and Ray sitting around the table talking about their thing, and then Finn goes off because he's like, We don't want to fuck around with the First Order. And then Ray follows him. Immediately, Maz then turns to Han and says, Who's the girl? So it's like, Does she know that there's something significant? about her does she think that Han knows something significant about her? did Han know that there was something significant about her before he popped his clogs um, so there's lots of debate lots of debate about who she is and what kind of references are made to her and, and what she does so um, yeah 
I think she's gonna ha- like be special anyway, right? Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. So when there's yeah. a, there are lots of references to who who is she and like stuff, then I think that's just well not just, but I think it's it could just be like a reference to them recognizing something special in her. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair enough. That's fair enough. She's not necessarily that they know who specifically she is, but maybe they just sense her force. Yeah. Sensitivity or something. I don't know. Yeah. Um, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, that's like the the big thing is now, of course, is where, where it goes next and mm. what happens next. Do you not know anything about that at all? No. No, they've been very, very secretive. I mean, they're very secretive about this as well. Yeah. Um, being able to keep Kylo Ren's... Um, identity under wraps very very good in this day and age yeah um yeah so they're playing the cards very close to the the vest i'd imagine i'd imagine they must know what they'd have a pretty decent overview of what's going to happen going forward if not having a whole script i would have thought they'd have the whole thing the thing that bummed me out well not didn't bum me out still amazing but like at the end when they meet Luke I kind of wish he was doing something yeah I kind of wish that there was some obviously they want to keep it vague but just some clue as to what he was doing there yeah because there was reference earlier on in the film to say oh the people that knew him thought that he went to go and find the first Jedi temple and blah Mm. blah blah Mm. but we don't like is that where he is or is that not where he is or what you know because it's just like, does he just stand there? Brooding has on a been, mountain. Yeah. Has he been brooding on a mountain for 30 years? <laughs> it's weird. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that, maybe, yeah, maybe they haven't 100% decided. Mm. It might be a case where they look at, gauge reaction to the film. And yeah, I imagine there'll be a certain degree look of that. for some sense of like, oh, that really worked, that didn't really work, and... What people like, what people don't like. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'd agree with that. I'd agree with that. Um, but then I would have thought they'd have some, maybe a mainstream yeah. all the way through. There'd be slight tweaks, but they'd have to know, because they'd have, have to know to, what pieces to set up yeah. in this one to then carry on with. Yeah, exactly. Otherwise they'd just be really kind of unrelated mm. to each other. Mm. Um, and it seems like they did work to set up. Yeah. things yeah. right so yeah I would have thought they know at least mm. some part of what's happening yeah so in terms of big five let's say five biggest questions that you mm. have maybe coming out of this that you'd like them to answer in the next one oh I don't know what's Luke doing what's Luke's problem? what's Luke doing what's Luke's problem is he a good guy is he a bad guy what's what's going on What's going on? Looks cool. Sure. Got a great beard working. Looks <laughs> yeah. really good. Um, but yeah, what's Luke doing? Um, what's the deal with Ray? What's the deal with Ray? Who is she? Who are you, Ray? Hey, Ray. What's up? On. Right? Um, uh, what's his name? Finn. Finn. Like, what's your deal? Why have you... Why? What's your backstory? Yeah. Like, why? 
what's going on with you why are you so why are you special because yeah. he must be special in some way yeah to have to have behaved the way he has and to have stepped out of rank mm. and bit, uh, out of the thousands that there appeared to be I mean they did they did make reference to him having to go through a bit of retraining like yeah. oh he needs to be reconditioned or whatever um so maybe he's just the first person to have first launcher to have had a bit of a wobble yeah and then to have rebelled fully by trying to escape before that reconditioning happened yeah maybe, maybe that's the thing I don't know yeah playing devil's advocate I mean that's the that's the geeky way isn't it to, to kind of come up with a problem and then come up with your own solution for it because you love it so much you're like well maybe yeah what's going well, on well yeah but in which case that's the answer right yeah that's fine um uh, what's his name? The leader guy. Snoke. Snoke, yeah. Like, what's your deal? Who are you, pal? Yeah. I think it's just more <laughs> a lot of the characters. Like, Who's who he? are you? What? What's hey? going on with you? Um, yeah, he's a big kind of question mark, I think. Because the fun thing is, because obviously we've only seen him as a hologram, mm. he could just be regular sized. Yeah, that's But he true. just says, hey, when I'm talking to my boys. Yeah, I want to be. That like bit of status action. Yeah, I want to be like. Super Abraham Lincoln. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think those are the main ones. How many was that? That was four. four. Um, for the sake of argument, sure. five. I'll find another one in my for. head. Just plug one. Um, I guess what's... How will... Um, what's his name? Kylo, Kylo Ren? Kylo Ren. Develop. Yeah. Like... I don't know, yeah, where, where's he going more? Mm. And where's he come from? What's happened mm. there, like, to what make happened him... happened when he was being trained. Yeah, because I, I think, think that's the story. Right? I think they will. I think anything that happens... Because that's in, with Luke and that's yeah, like, yeah. In that flashback that Ray saw, yeah. I think we'll definitely see more of that. And like the whole thing where he's like, oh, you're the master of the Knights of Ren, but we don't see them yeah. at all. Yeah. Who the fuck like, are they? Where are they then? Yeah. What's going like, on here? You don't see a single one. No. No knights. Maybe the rest died or something. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah, but lots to... You know. Because I, I think they, they were quite clever. And I think overall, the the lightsaber fight at the end, mm. I think was a, a big step up from... Well, it's, it's interesting, like, in terms of the, the prequel trilogy, they kind of... It was all very flashy. Which is good because it's something different, but then it maybe went a bit too far with the the final one with Anakin and Obi Wan. Oh right. Because it's all just twiddly twiddly twiddly. Like there's the there's a section that you possibly don't remember where they're just standing like two feet away and they're just doing all their flippity flippity and not even like attempting to hit each other just to build up to the. So it's all uh, to do with what it looks like and not to do with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What this one was was telling a story which yeah. I think is infinitely better infinitely yeah. more satisfying to watch yeah yeah because um, you really get the sense that Kylo Ren's better than them mm. but that he's injured but that yeah that's weird that's freaky really that. cool I really like that um, and I think they were clever doing that because then that gives a reason why Finn was able to hold his own in any way shape or form against a guy who's massively yeah you know better trained than he is um but he ultimately kind of wipes the floor with him a little bit. Yeah. And then old Raymond comes along. Yeah. And it's only through her, which, and that's to me is the moment of the film when F- 
Finn has the lightsaber knocked out of his hand into the snow oh, and then gets they... his back jacked up and then he does the Jedi force yeah, to try and pull it and whips it. past and she grabs it and it's like oh yeah <laughs> um, yeah that's that's for me the best moment because that's yeah. like the culmination of like yeah she's fucking brr. yeah yeah and then she uses her uses her force and she pulls that back and yeah mm. I just thought that was really good and really yeah clever to kind of give it a reason why she because you know the argument could be made that had he not been shot at mm. the time even with her like on. I'm going to close my eyes and just chill out for a second so I can get the power to whatever he would have just absolutely wiped the floor with her yeah. the argument could be made for that um, but he had, he was shot so that's good we can accept that that's a you know logical ending mm. and then the ground literally parts to be a classic kind of oh, I'll get you next time gadget yeah. kind of thing um and then, yeah, so it's not like, well, the bad guy's already been, she's beaten the bad guy already no. in the first film. Yeah. And then Snoke's like, oh, I'll give you a bit more training so you can be even better next time. Yeah. And scarred, which all good bad guys are. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I thought they did that. I thought they did that quite well. And then another really nice shot, one of my favourite shots, not my favourite shot, but I'll talk about that in a second. Uh, but one of my favourite shots where she's kind of, uh, huddled over Finn's body because she thinks he might be dead or whatever and mm. it's in the woods and then you just see that bright light come from the right hand side and it's the Millennium Falcon it's like salvation like it's here Chewie's here I thought that was really good but my favourite shot of mm. the whole film because it's like a painting and if I could have it as a you know a thing to put on my wall I absolutely would um, in the bit where Han's walking out to meet Kylo Ren on the bridge and then Ray and Finn enter from that platform above with the sun behind them and it just comes out to that super wide shot and you can see them in the top and you can see Han and Kylo Ren on the thing and it's just this beautiful kind of shaft of light illuminating and it just looks like a painting it's beautiful it's oh. Like, oh yeah oh yeah oh yeah 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 that was a, a, a wonderful wonderful thing oh. um, yeah so I'd say those are, that was my moment of the film and wow. shot of the film very good. Scene of the film, yeah. I think, would probably be where um, they're talking about where Finn is trying to, is kind of owns up to BB-8 that he's not in the resistance and that he needs to oh, tell yeah. her. Just like pretty broad comedy, yeah. but really nicely done, really well done. Works with the kind of the characters. She's very kind of, you know on top of it pointing to the thing give me that note no what I'm, what note the one i'm pointing to yeah that's funny. Quite funny yeah he's really like like manic and like confiding in a robot which is weird yeah. and then he gives bb8 the thumbs oh, up yeah, and then he comes he out with a little, little lighter yeah. amazing amazing that's funny really yeah. really well done and super cute yeah super cute um yeah that is good yeah so it's safe to say you liked it. I liked it. I liked it. I thought very it was much. all right. All right, yeah. Um, no, yeah, I loved it. I thought it was really good. I mean, it's it, not without its flaws, but it's like watching a Marvel film or whatever. I mean, even yeah. more than a Marvel film because they come out a lot more frequently. If I hadn't seen a Marvel film in ten years, and the mm. last Marvel film would have been the last three of them would have been tops, um, it would have been that exciting. But it's the um, what is it? My aesthetic distance. Yeah. Very, very, very small, small with these films. Like, it doesn't need to be particularly. Like, I enjoyed the prequels when I saw them in the cinema. Yeah. It's only afterwards when you start to analyse them. Yeah, oh, no, that's rubbish. Um, mm. But yeah, I I think even with that, I think it's a good. 
think it's a very worthy addition to the franchise. And um, what do you give it? What's your mark? I mean, if we're going for enjoyment, it's got to be 10. 10 out of 10. It, yeah, it's kind of... I, I think Avengers still has the top... I think I said the other day, Avengers oh, still yeah, has the, the top kind of level of enjoyment for me watching the film in the cinema. Yeah. I, I don't think anything has topped that yet. Mm-hmm. And potentially never will, because that was just an orgasm that lasted about two and a half hours. It was amazing. Was it an air... air punch? Yes, air punchy. Punch. Like, punch. there were too many to even count yeah. in the Avengers. Half the film was spent like, yeah, yeah. Um, and this had a lot of them as well yeah. not quite as many of the Avengers but yeah I mean if you look if you're thinking about enjoyment in the cinema 10 on 10 wow yeah. and is Avengers the only other film that you give that to? Um, off the top of my head yeah there's possibly other ones but um, yeah I just think it's it's for me in terms of what I'm looking for in films it really ticks pretty much all of the boxes and um, so not enjoyment just the film um, I'd probably say like an eight, probably. Mm, probably take that's a quite a big step down. Couple off, uh, yeah. I mean, a, a lot of it's pretty similar to the other ones, and um, there are issues with it. I don't know. Maybe I'm being overly harsh there. It's difficult to take yourself out, take your personal kind of enjoyment of something out of it. Yeah, just yeah, look at yeah. It entirely objectively. Um, what about you? Um, for me, I would say around, um, I'd say like seven and a half. Seven and a half, so that's pretty good. So pretty good, yeah, yeah. like a, still very good film. Mm. Um, I think I, I feel like I've spent a lot of time kind of slating it, um, but that's just the way it is when you talk about things a lot. I yeah. think you start to find holes and you're like, oh mm. yeah, and I would have liked more of that and yeah. um, stuff. But I did think it was very good. Um, I didn't think it was great. I didn't think it was like amazing. Okay. And I, I, in part, I guess, yeah, like my aesthetic distance is further. Yes. Um, but also, I kind of had. I think it was built up quite a bit for me, so yeah. that plays into it as well. Well, I apologise for that. Not <laughs> being unreservedly. No, but it was very good. It was yeah. very good. Seven and a half. So very mm. good score, really. Yeah. And like, yeah. Given my aesthetic distance is quite mm. far, yes, then that's quite. It's maybe worked good. harder to yeah. earn your seven and a half than it did to earn my ten. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, and I'm very much looking forward to coming up um, the next one, which is next year, maybe. That can't be next year. That's really soon. Maybe it is next year. Not the next, but the next one in the Star Wars universe because they're doing this one, then they're doing Star Wars Rogue One. Which is not really connected to the main story. It's just another one set in the world of just a you know a ship and its crew, um, which got quite a good cast in it. It was amazing. Um, so I'm very much looking forward to that because mm-hmm. I like like I say it's the world building. It's like all these other things that can I don't know. Um, and then uh, episode eight is coming out in two years time. That's insane. Yeah. Yeah, and then in three years time, they're doing a, a solo. Uh, what Han Solo film? Oh. Uh, like a young Han Solo. That's okay. <laughs> he did. It's gonna be a really boring. <laughs> yeah. Just this is there's an hour and a half long funeral <laughs> procession, um, and then the year after that, I think is episode nine. So yeah, lot still to come, lot still to look forward to. Yeah. Um, yeah, very much excited for it. Yeah. 
I'm sure that I'll be seeing all of those. You'll as be well. dragged, uh, kicking and screaming to every single one of them. Absolutely, absolutely. Can't wait. Lovely. Cool. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay. So that's done. Well, that took a while, um, but good. Yes. Thorough. Exhaustive. Yes. I don't think there's anything that I wanted to mention that I haven't mentioned, so I'm pleased with that. Good. Um, yeah. Thank you. For, thank you for doing this. I, I enjoy them greatly, and um, You're yeah, enjoy hearing a, a slightly different, slightly more measured and less uh, um, geekly charged opinion. <laughs> it's good. Yes. It's good, healthy for me, I think. So thank you for that. And hopefully, um, <laughs> I feel like I'm ruining your life a little. No, you're not. You're, not. you're enhancing and, oh, and verifying and um, challenging good. in a good way. I'm pleased. Um, yeah, and I hope I'll be able to convince you to do many more in the future. Sure, yeah, it was fun. Sure, sure. Um, yeah, so thank you for listening. If you've listened all the way to this point, then well done you. You're a lovely person. Um, or I imagine you've done it in bits. Um, but yeah, well, there'll be another one coming up at some undetermined point in the future. Hopefully not as long as the distance between Spectre and this one. That was quite a while, longer than I'd wish. Yeah. Um, but yeah, thank you for listening. Hope you enjoyed it. You know, share it and you know, whatever, like it on whatever social media bollocks that's on. You know, have some fun and um, yeah, I'll, I'll 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 enjoy speaking at you again in the very near future. Bye, Tiffany. Bye. Bye. <laughs>